Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Until she rolled out to meet him on an elephant. With all of her warriors wrapped around her. And, and history uh, struggles between two notions. One is that Alexander the Great just turned and went away. And the other is that they negotiated. But both schools of thought are clear on the fact he decided not to fight. This particular eunuch in the past was in charge of the treasury of the queen. He is the right-hand man with power. Well, why is the eunuch coming to Jerusalem? He has been to Jerusalem to worship. He is on his way back to Gaza and then to Ethiopia. To go from Ethiopia to Jerusalem was amazing. And he's worshiping in alignment with what he has heard by the hearing of the ear. And he's going back home reading Esaias because he has gone to represent all of his people who could not go and he wants to go back with people revelation. He's been to church. He's had a, he's he's had an experience in church. But the real breakthrough happens on the journey. You missed that. He's had an experience at church, but your real breakthrough happens on the journey. He's had an experience at the church. But the real breakthrough happens on the journey. It's not about what happens in here that makes you a believer. It's what you're doing out there. If your faith doesn't make it outside of this church, you don't have no faith at all. Oh, it's easy to dress up and be all spiritual and holy in here and raise your hand and bow and be slain in the spirit. But Philip is chasing you. Philip is chasing you down, catching you, catching your chariot on the road because he wants to update you from a hearsay relationship with God to a personal experience with God. He may catch up with your chariot at the hospital where your faith is being tested by a problem in your life. See, it's easy to shout amen to the word in here, but Philip is chasing your chariot down to the place of your pain. It is. So he catches, oh God, I want to preach this. He 
catches the eunuch at the place of his uncertainty. Philip catches the eunuch at the place of his uncertainty. All of us have a place of uncertainty. He doesn't catch him in the synagogue, but he catches him trying to figure it out. I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning, but somewhere on the journey you're going to come to a place of uncertainty where you're trying to figure it out. And most people are too egotistical to invite anybody to ride with you on your chariot. You would rather try to be your own physician and teach yourself than to allow Philip to get on your chariot and admit that there are some things about life you cannot understand by yourself. How can I save some man? Show me. I'm stuck here, bro. I can't get past this point. I've done all that I can do by myself. Have a ride. Come on, let's ride. Tell somebody, say, ride on. Ride on. Ride on. I, I, I will remain stuck at this spot until I humble myself enough to bring somebody on this journey with me. Hop a ride, man. Oh, you don't understand how strong that is. See, most of us, and particularly men, we don't talk. We, we internalize our issues. And whatever it is, we don't want to admit to anybody that we have a place of uncertainty because it threatens our masculinity to admit that you can run the treasury, but you can't figure this out. Success in one area can cause you to be arrogant in another area, and just because you're good at this doesn't mean you're good at that. And some of us are so hell-bent on being a teacher that we have lost the benefit of being a student. But look at this unit. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me. Look at this unit, brothers and sisters, who says, man, I don't want to spend the rest of my life stuck on the side of the road. So, Philip, catch a ride and step into my uncertainty. On the potter's touch. God says, you will never know me in the power of my resurrection until you know me in the power of my suffering. If I take you down and you trust me on the downside, just cast all your cares on me. Cast all your pain on me. Cast all your burdens on me. If I took you down, 
question, think yourself clear at the 2016 International Pastors and Leadership Conference. It's time for creative leaders to emerge and recharge for innovative ideas, a fresh perspective, and practical tools that will better you and your organization. You need to invest in yourself. Register for the International Pastors and Leadership Conference 2016. Think yourself clear. Register online today at pastorsandleaders.org. Absolutely amazing how many people hide the best part of themselves and miss the power that only comes when you are uncertain. You can't have faith until you are uncertain. You see, Faith is the substance of the thing you hope for. If you already got it all together, faith will never run you down. Faith is for somebody who says, how can I? Therefore, being justified by... Oh, don't bother me. I got the Bible for you. I got the Bible for you. God says, when you stop justifying yourself, faith will justify you. It'll run down your chariot and hop a ride. And when Philip got on board the chariot, he opened up the missing part. Oh, God. Oh, this is so good. This is so good, man. It's good. See Cars wreck over a missing part. You wouldn't have bought it if it didn't look good. You wouldn't have bought it if it didn't smell new. You wouldn't have bought it if you didn't like the exterior and, and the interior and the luxury and they let you play the radio. But it broke over the little things. It had a carburetor and a battery and an engine. It had an exhaust pipe. It had, a, it had all of that stuff. But the thing that makes them do a recall are the little things. You see, the unit was missing a little thing. What he was in his body, he was in his understanding. Philip said, man, you're good, you're on your way back, but God says before you get home, I'm going to give you the little things so that you will not be impotent in your understanding. And they rode down the road. And as, as Philip was expounding the word of God to him, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, here's water. See, you see what has happened to him as he rode with Philip. He has now realized that Jesus is the Messiah. And he said, I'm not going to go home without everything that God has for me. I do not 
understand why people come to church late, leave early. I'm not being, I'm really, I just don't understand why would you even make the trip if you weren't going to get everything you could get. It's like going to the football game and missing the game and eating the food. God is so into giving you the little things that he's chasing this guy down after the service, saying, don't miss this, 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 don't miss this. You, you got your Bible, you got your heart. It's the little things. Philip gave him a little thing, a little revelation, took what he had been reading with uncertainty and gave him revelation. And when he got revelation, he said, now, he said, I've come to a place in my journey where we ran into some water. See, because faith needs to work to work. Faith needs to work to work. Faith can't work through thought. Faith has to take action to be legitimate. As long as it remains philosophical, it's just an ideology. But when you take it and put it into action, see, faith will work if you work it. If you don't work it, you can shout about it, you can dance about it, you can come to church, but when you get an opportunity, you ought to say, here's water. What does hinder me? And, and Philip says to the eunuch, he said, if thou believest, with all of your heart, then I will baptize you. And the Bible says, straightway. Straightway. Straightway is the word I love. They went down into the water. See, you can come here until, you, until your shoes run out of leather. But if you don't work this on your journey, if you don't get at some twist or turn and say, I'm going to work what the bishop is teaching. The reason some of you can come once a month is that you haven't run out of gas because you haven't run the car. You don't have an appetite because you don't exercise. But if you are exercising your faith on the journey, I don't care how tired you are. It'll make you get up out of the bed and... Touch seven people, tell them, I'm getting ready to work this thing. I'm getting ready to work it. I'm getting ready to work this thing. I'm getting ready to work this thing. Now, here comes the work. He went down into the water. He went down. He went down. He went down into the water. You, you see the thing about baptizing somebody? You can't baptize somebody who won't bend. In order to baptize somebody, they got to be able to bend. And, and if they bend, they got to be able to trust you. 
the baptizee is not in control. And, and a lot of people don't want to be in any situation where they are not in control. But you'll never experience the glory of God until you are willing to lose trusting that if God got you into it, yes, 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 if God took me down, God will, God will, God will. If it took me down, if he let me go through it, if he let me lose it, if he let this happen to me, he that have began a good work in you shall perform. I got to quit because I tell your neighbor, say neighbor, I may go down, but watch this. God says, you will never know me in the power of my resurrection until you know me in the power of my suffering. If I take you down and you trust me on the downside, just cast all your cares on me. Cast all your pain on me. Cast all your burdens on me. If I took you down, I'm able. Somebody give him 30 seconds of praise and praise. Praise him. Tell the devil no. the word of the Lord with you. I pray that you've been blessed through the message of the journey. I want you to understand that the race is not given to the swift nor the war to the strong, but to him that endureth to the end. So don't you give up. By the way, I want to extend to you a personal invitation. If you have not done so, you need to register quickly to be a part of this year's International Pastors and Leadership Conference. You ought to invest in yourself. You ought to invest in your people. You have no right to try to get a withdrawal from people with whom you have made no deposit. Bring your team down to the Pastors and Leadership Conference. Sow into them. That's what corporate America does. That's what everybody else does. They train people. We complain about people. Meet me at the Pastors and Leadership Conference, and let's train who you're complaining about and see if we can make a difference. Take care. If ever was a time that we needed peace, it is right now. In the midst of storms, Jesus had a peace that propelled him to his purpose. It can be yours when you fight for your peace. Folks don't drown because they went through the water. They only go down when the water gets in them. For your gift of any size, you will receive the message. 
trade your piece for his on CD, as well as this beautiful prayer print art. I want to give you a piece that resists the atmosphere of the world so that you can dwell in an atmosphere of peace and sanctity. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive Fight for Your Peace on two DVDs, along with the prayer print art. He said, I took you through some tests, let you go through sorrow, and even in your pain, you kept on serving me, praising me, trusting me, looking to me. He said, now you're ready for promotion. Tell somebody, say, oh, God. However, for your gift of $200.16 or more, you will receive Fight for Your Peace on two DVDs and a new you collection, including a peace calendar, Sarita Jake's home candle, and prayer print art. If you're tired of operating in a peace that's up today and down tomorrow, it's time to fight for your peace. When you start seeking God first, all these things shall be added. They're going to overtake you. You don't have to seek it. It's going to seek you. If you're tired of operating in a peace that's up today and down tomorrow, it's time to fight for your peace. The anointing of God is in this place. The Spirit of God is in this place. The spirit of the living God is in this place. The anointing is in the hand of the person you're touching. God is about to do something amazing in your life. You're on a journey. Take your time. You're on a journey. Steady yourself. You're on a journey. Open up your chariot. You're on a journey. Humble yourself. You're on a journey. Open up your heart. You're on a journey. Say yes. a little louder, smile a little bigger, and live a little better. You can find them gathered at the table, sharing wisdom, giving advice, telling stories, offering insight. Joni Table Talk, three times every weekday, 7 a.m., 8.30 p.m., and 2 a.m. Eastern. Join the conversation only on Daystar. Did you know that making a donation to Daystar can help reduce your taxes? Whether you want to give cash or non-cash items, such as a vehicle or other valuable items, your donations are deductible. Now is the time to sow a seed into this dynamic ministry. To donate or get more information, call, log on, or email gifts at daystar.com. The gospel should move aggressively beyond the walls of the church. That's why I'm so pleased to be a part of Daystar. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Quality programs that meet you right where you are. Teaching, inspiring, and motivating you every single day. You've experienced it. Now tell a friend to watch Daystar. Today's generation makes Daystar their home for faith television. Daystar, experience it. The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. She walked up to the brothel door shaking like a leaf, 72-year-old, retired, never done anything like this in her life, and she just was so nervous. She just went, 
I brought some cupcakes. <laughs> and I can still see in my mind, in my spirit, I can see this, like, cosmic, you know, demonic superpower of sexual exploitation go, no, not the cupcakes. <laughs> Author and Salvation Army Officer Danielle Strickland, next on Life Today. feel very, very welcome, and we appreciate it. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I welcome you to life today. Uh, we've got a Canadian friend here that is a... Go! Cool. 
Challenge in life and you felt like you couldn't get on the other side of it I got good news for you tonight Philippians 4 and 13 Says I can do how many things All things through Christ Who strengthens me And now get ready Because we did put a little D'Angelo
can do it. Look at somebody tell them. If it's a walking upright, I can do it. Yes, I can.
Yeah, I'm moving around. I say that much. You doing more than moving around because you got it going on. Did that thing he said, in order to be baptized, you got to be able to do what? Be. <laughs> in order to be, you got to trust them. That mm. thing went off. I'm like, okay, T to the J. <laughs> T to the D to the J. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Jesus. Go ahead and open us up, Brother Richardson. Sure, Brother Farley. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come before you with a heart of thanksgiving yet again, with a heart of praise, Lord God, knowing that we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us, Lord God. So, Father God, we come, Lord God, laying before you all our cares, all our burdens, all the trials and the tribulations that we are facing, Lord God, knowing with assurance, Lord God, that you're going to bring them through it, bring us through it. Lord God, because if you brought us to it, Lord God, you're going to bring us through it. So, Father God, we have the faith with the grain of the mustard seed, Lord God, that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Father God, I want to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for this praise that we have, Lord God, upon our lips, Lord God. I want to thank you, Lord God, for pricking our spirits to be a member of, to partake of as members of this call, Lord God, to seek you first and foremost in your kingdom and your righteousness and all the things that we desire, Lord God, it will be added unto us. I want to thank you, Lord God, that you have given us another opportunity to assemble ourselves together as friendship and ministry members, Lord God, to lift up and to glorify your holy and your righteous name. Lord God, you are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. And so, Father God, we just trust and believe, Lord God, that you're going to carry us throughout this day. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you will order our steps in your word, Lord God. Let us walk according to the way that you have us to go. Let us pray for those whom you have the ordained for us to pray for and give us permission to pray for. Let us bring before your throne the petitions, Lord God, and catch the groaning of our spirits, Lord God, and change us around, Lord God. For I feel there's a praise in the atmosphere, there's a blessing in the atmosphere that are signed for each and every one of us. Sam has his blessing, I have my blessing, Elga has her blessing, Lisa, Felicia, Pam, and all the others, Renee, that was on this, that will be on this call, Lord God, they all have blessings assigned to their names. They have a charge to keep, Lord God, and that is to glorify your holy and righteous name. Father God, I ask you to move mighty Liam on their behalf. Lord God, to cast down any attack that the enemy has set before them, Lord God. Let nothing impede them from worshiping and praising and glorifying your holy name. Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you bless every household that is represented, Lord God, on this call, Lord God. Through the faithfulness and the actions of our our faith and our works, Lord God, let it spill over to our families, Lord God, that they too will be blessed, that they will be covered, that they will be healed, that they will be delivered, they will be saved, that their lives will be changed. Father God, I pray for those who are not saved, Lord God, that even, Lord, as I pray, Lord God, that you will touch their hearts, Lord God, loose the bands of their tongues, Lord God, that they will call upon the name of Jesus and confess that Jesus is Lord and Savior of their lives, and they will desire 
are, Lord God, some of the food that we are eating of, Lord God. So we, Lord, Lord God, your word teaches us that we that man should not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of your mouth. That's the word that was penned in the book of in the Bible, Lord God. So, Father God, it has already been written in heaven, Lord God, that we are saved, we are being consecrated, we've been set apart, Lord God, to do a marvelous work for you, Lord God, and that's to be service of to you first, Lord God, and to man. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, to just let this day be blessed. Continue to watch over us and keep us. Father God, I lift up a special prayer right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for Robert Moore, Lord God, even as he's been accustomed, that he's incarcerated, Lord God, that you will speak to his heart, Lord God, that he will call upon your name for salvation, Lord God, for deliverance, that he will be set free. For whom the Son set free, Lord God, he is free indeed, Lord God. And Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that he will repent of his sin and any actions that he has partaken, Lord God, and the charges that has been brought for him, Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that mercy will be given to him. Father God, we ask you to be with with, uh, this, with Sam as he break bread, Lord God, that he will speak with boldness of spirit, Lord God, and with truthness of the tongue, Lord God, that he that the words that he preached would change the atmosphere, Lord God, of those who listen. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Brother Richardson. Yes, Brother Farley. No, I love you, Brother Richardson. I love you as well, Brother Farley. Would you stay out of my business? <laughs> hey, hey, I only just got you. There was nothing that I, I, I did not, and God knows, I promise you. Everything that I... When I had to say, Lord, it came from him. I had nothing to do with that. That's what the Lord telling me what to say for you or to you. Last two mornings. Yesterday morning, bro, you had me over here crying. I'm like, this dude here. And then this morning, here you go. You know, whatever God brings you to, he'll bring you through. I just said, would you just leave me alone? <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, hey, I, 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 you know, I'm messing with you, but God be the glory. Like, so but what? that's that's confirmation that the Lord already got it done. It's already done. His word has been spoken into heaven, and that is already done. So I'm mm. just glorifying him. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Yes, Praise yes. the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Oh. Oh. Thank you, Lord, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, God. Thank you for this voice that I hear. <laughs> Good morning. Father, I glorify your name, Lord God, that you have raised Good us morning. up in of affliction, Lord God. Thank you. I was on the Thank phone with Erica when I heard, I was on the phone with Erica checking on, you know, just chatting with her when I heard you going in for the Lord. And I would be, I would be, I would be remiss not to get on and praise God with you. Yes. And yes, with us, yes, uh, with my yes. family. Yes. So, so good morning, everybody. Morning, good morning. Happy New Year, my pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you, when you, we have to think of the goodness of God and in our situations. Come on now, bring it on. Um. I I I I've been through some stuff. 
I've been too do too much not to worship him. <laughs> right, and when man. I have the Levites and the disciples and the ministry, the ministry that I, I am a part of that praying for me and have me on their mind, I will not get on and say good morning and bless each and every one of you because I feel a fear that some of you have carried me through your prayers yes. and been with me. And God going to send those people to you when you need them. Come on, baby. Come on. Every day when you doubt, somebody will call. Come on. When when you're distressed and want to turn back, somebody going to call and somebody going to pray. Come on. And I've seen his hand move in all my going to and through that reassures me that he has it. Mm. Mm. And I shouldn't let my faith waver, and I shouldn't doubt, because when I'm in my rough spot, that phone rings and he sent his angels. Oh. It reassure me, encourage me that this too shall pass. Yes, yes. Please be patient with me. Thank you, Father. They that wait on the Lord. So when I go to my secret place, when I go to the secret place with him, I'm good in the wee hours of the morning. I go to my secret place. Come on now. I look up to the hills from which come my help. And I had this moment, somebody asked me, what do you want? What, give me five things that you need. Mm. And God comes first. Mm. Amen. Longevity, second, peace. And you have to look at it for what it is. He comes first mm. and not last. He's comes first in everything that we do, think, or say. Mm. Yeah. And we, we are disciples of him. He is first and not the last because you're the head and not the tail. So he is the first. He's the leader. He's the captain of our ship. Come on. Bring it home. Bring it home. And we put our anchor. We put our anchor for him, out for him. Mm, mm, And stand mm. still and know that he is God. (laughs) Good morning, my Levites Levites and brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm, Yes. Thank you. And I want to say good morning to each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. And I love my I love my warriors that are on this call. Mm. My friend comes down and tell me that I need to get the help that I need. She gives it to me raw, and I love her to death. She gives <laughs> me plain. She pull, uh. she makes me naked sometimes. I, but I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the nakedness because I need it. You can't yeah. sugarcoat nothing with God because He already know. Oh God, y'all already so know. I pre- I appreciate the nakedness, but good morning, everybody. Uh, let, let me tell you. What, let me tell you what your friend told me yesterday. Oh Lord, go ahead. Well, I call her up because I'm already. Mm-hmm. I'm like you said, going through my thing, and every time I get ready to quit, what comes in my mind? Keep your head in the game. Keep your head in the, in game. the game. Exactly. Uh huh. Get out your head. <laughs> so I call her up, and you know what she tell me? Well, what? you know, and you know, she said, you know, God has requirements of you. I said, you mm. bye. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? All she did was took that same pie that you threw in my face yesterday, boy. You said, All right. are you willing to stand <laughs> and stand there for? So, therefore, you had to answer the same question so that you tried to beat me up with. Put the leg so that, on the tree. Right. The ugly stick you tried to whoop me with, you that got one body. with it. That one body. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. 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 Okay. 
<laughs> and you know what? I praise and I glorify God because when I hear, heard her name and I was listening to the news this morning in the midst of between waiting for my, my, my first prayer, prayer call, I was mm-hmm. just, there's this NFL player. And you probably could look it up. If you look on our news, Fox 6 News, they, they had the testimony of him. His daughter, I think she's a little girl, she was diagnosed with some type of blasphema anyway, a form of cancer. And she has gone through, they said she was going to live five months, but she has gone through 41 rounds of treatment. And yeah, I that see they could. Yeah, And she's yeah. cancer-free. Glory oh, to God. Tell oh, me that oh, I can read all those first. Hallelujah. A prayer answer, oh. God. A healer. Oh, come yes, on. Lord Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Cancer free. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, I, I was following him um, on the news where he was going. They were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, he's an NFL player. His daughter, she's about like eight or nine, I think. She's not yeah. that old. She's not but old. Was, she's a child. Yeah, she's not that old. She's in. A, she's a, she's not over ten. I don't think. I think she's still under the age of ten. And I've been. I, I mean, I followed them, and I never. I hadn't heard anything back from you know those different surgeries that she was going through. And I normally they'd be on fa- on Facebook and. Um, but thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God for that. Glory. Glory to his name. Mm. But I heard but I had heard you going in on um on, on, on in prayer when Eric when I called Eric and I said, That's awesome. Oh, let me get on and 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 shout hallelujah. Cause he was he was most yeah. definitely going in this morning. But Eric gave you something to on saying. That's your blessing, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, when the you spirit, just had to get on and receive yours. Yeah, the Spirit got stirred. Oh, God, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that prayer. I said, Lord, he's, he's going in. Let me get on the phone. That's what I taught you later, boo. The <laughs> 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 Spirit got stirred. Let us pray, pray together. On our yes, knees. yes, 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 Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you, God, as we bow before your throne of grace this morning, God, giving thanks and honor to your name, God. As we break, as I break bread together with my brothers and sisters in prayer, God, I thank you for the life that you've given me, God, the life that continues to let me lean and depend on you, your will, and your way, God. I thank you for that life. Because I wouldn't, if I wouldn't have had the sense to draw close if it had not been for you, God. So thank you, God, for the strength and the peace that surpasses all understanding, God. I pray that everyone on this call this morning is blessed by your hand, God, for power, strength, financially, financial blessing, and love, God. Continue to gird us up with, with, with the strength of giants, God, to continue to continue to conquer this world of evil, God. Let us walk in your favor, God. Let us give you to them, God, because people out there that need you right now in the name of Jesus, let them see you before they see us, God. I thank you, God, for letting me run on to see what the end's going to be and let me reactivate my faith in you, the one who's always yes. able to keep me from falling, God. So I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. 
And I'm yes, going to lift up the sick and shedding, God. We need you now, Lord. We need you now. <laughs> yes, to be in the yes, midst yes. of our pain. To be in the midst of our restoration. To be in the midst of our suffering, God. We need you right now, God. To come in, step in, in, and show out right Jesus. now in the name of Jesus. Come on, Lord God. All that are weary and weak and heavy laden, God, in the name of Jesus, regird us up, re-strengthen us, mold us and make us what you have us to be today, God. We are, we are your, 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 your instruments in your, in your harmonious holy praise right now, God. Continue to pluck us one, name by name, one by one, God, and grant us those blessings and the desires that we have. Thank you, God, for hearing this prayer this morning, God, as I look to the hills of which coming. All my help, all my help comes yes, to you. Yes, yes. So I'm going to lay at your feet and look up to the hills. I'm going to lay at your feet and lay myself at your feet for the divine healing yes, that you were going to give me thank to be counsel free as well, God. I thank you for that the blessing that's on the way. I thank yes, you for moving yes. right now in the yes. name of Jesus. I thank you for casting out all evils and demons that are trying to attack me right now in the name yes, of Jesus. Yes, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And I draw strength from you, dear Father. Oh, yes, That's Lord. only you can give to yes. fight off those, those enemies. Be that great warrior in you, God, not in them. Thank you, God, for hearing this prayer today at this moment. I love you and need you each and every day as I live and breathe. I'm going to worship you. In Jesus' name I pray. Yes. Amen. 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 It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because we all got to cross the bear. Come on, baby. Oh, yeah, that old good dickhead. Hey. My man came a little earlier than yours, but we all got one to bear. So we're going to take up our cross that we bury and follow him anyway. And if anyway. truth be told, we are already bearing our cross. We just hadn't shared it. Oh, oh, Hallelujah. Hey. Oh, hey. John did it, Uncle Saka. Boy, you better get up out of my business. I done told you once. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we got to take our hands off of it and let him do his thing. Oh, Jesus. I ain't saying that. Sit back and wait on him to move. Oh, really? Mm. Been but Ooh, I'm going to clock in. I'll be right there. Okay. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. You know what? What? Oh, Lord, have mercy. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Mm-hmm. I get you to reactivate, restore. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How you oh. doing? <laughs> Mm-mm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> oh, Lord. I just, oh, God. You just don't even know. That lifted me right now in the name of Jesus. I feel good, y'all. Boy, 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 boy. I, I ain't putting with y'all today. I ain't putting with y'all this morning. <laughs> okay, look, 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 look. I, I, I'm trying to type on a computer. Y'all just, y'all, y'all just, mm, y'all believe me, Lord. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit right on down on the side of the bed. Mm-hmm. How did I do, Sam? We holding on, Sam. babe. We're with us up to date. Oh, just got started. Well, you just got to keep looking up. Yeah. We, have to develop the, we have to develop an eye like Peter and stay. Mm. <laughs> because sometimes, I'm, you know, situations will waver us. I mean, it was, I mean, like I said yesterday, it will shake us. But we got to have that eye like Peter. 
and I have to teach my re re re. re I ain't gonna say re teach myself, but reactivate myself in knowing that. Okay. Don't look at the situation what it is. Erica tells me all the time. You know, she feeds me, and I thank God for her woman of God, minister in her walk. She ain't gonna claim it right now, but we're gonna talk. About, we're gonna we're gonna speak on that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got to do some work this weekend. Nah, 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 nah. What you got to do? Tell me. What you got to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. She calling me a whole bunch of names right now. <laughs> Tell me, Sam. Oh, oh my. She yeah. anything with me. She, she got to get up to speak at the church house. <laughs> oh, my. Really? Mm-hmm. They put in a special request three weeks earlier. Okay, okay, girl, uh, which week are you going to speak at the church this month? <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, she kept that one from you, huh? She behind the computer. I know she... He- oh, really? You know, she texted me now. Nah, you got this guy, she got, she got, got mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Is that right, Erica? Come out from behind that computer, girl. <laughs> They got a special request, girl. Now, which week, which week is she going to do? The second or the third Sunday of this month? <laughs> I think I might be I think I might be going over to her house that Sunday morning to ride with her. All righty. I sound like a party then. Hey, come behind, Come from behind that computer, girl. Uh-huh. No, she's going she, she to stay behind that knocker. She got a whole bunch. She, she's not spiritually minded right now. <laughs> uh-huh. She can use me that, Sam. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's all good. That's look, okay. Water. Look, I picked up my 75-mile marker yesterday. I said, you know what? You might as well throw this thing away. It don't mean no nothing. What's that? You talk about the 75-mile mark. You know, when you get to that point, you want to turn around and go back? Uh-huh. They're like, you know what, just throw this thing to the side. You know, you can't turn around and go back. Now. You can't turn around and go back. You come too far to turn back now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all do. And I have to, you know, like, like, you know, I haven't been getting on because I haven't been, like, really feeling like getting up and getting moving. But I think that I need to be Huh? I need to be refueled every day. This hey, is what this is me. This is my life. This is how I get refueled every day. Recharge, yeah. re-energize to run and to get the energy that God, the power that He has for me through prayer and submission. Instead of the word of God. Yep. That's the only this thing is what is I do. This is Maria. This is what I re- this is how I refuel myself every morning. So I have to get up and move and not lay in my moat. And my, my, my self-pity. Yep. I feel you, baby. The prayer is submission. Very good. When you look up, you have to be healing, you know? So thank you. So let me, let, uh, let me hear all the prayer. You know you always got me, and I love you to death. Put it away. I love you to life. <laughs> I love you to life, and that's how we do. Family gonna look out for family regardless. But in saying that, I'm I'm gonna digress and let us move on because we got a lot of prayers, right? 
Yeah, well, yeah, we got to hit the list and stuff. Okay. I'm I'm coming back. I'm I'm coming back to Lord. Just one day at a time, sweet Jesus. <laughs> mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I for sure the spirit this morning. Thank you, God, for the spirit being stirred. Surely did. Thank you. Needed that. Now I'm gonna go on mute for just a few minutes. All right, well, I'll go ahead and pray for a minute. All right, hold on, Brandy, to go to the Gandhi, the Gandhi, Horambo Kosir Cassandra said to go say she should go saka. Borrandi to go sassandi to go say she 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 to go say. Randi to go say she 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 to go say. Randi to go say she 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 to go say. Randi to go say she 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 to go say. Bora de ke seke yanda so ramboko seke yanda so ramboko harande keke harande keke harande keke horomboko ko harase keke shandaka rombose ke yanda ka hadaka rombose se yanda ka handi ya koseke ya sadanda koseke ke yandrase ke seke 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 horandaka 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 seke 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 horandaka seke 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 horandaka 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 shindiriko bosaka, handiriko sakaka, handirike shirike 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 shirike, horandike shiriko broshandiriko seshe, handiriko sandariko hoko, handirike shiriko ho 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 sharakada, harakasa shiriko seshe kosa sandaka, harambraniriko seshiriko 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 Yes, 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 Haradaka deke shake handro seke shake shando coco randa ka horandeke ho harandeke ho harandeke ho darandeke harandeke harandeke shirakasa harandeke shirakose harandeke shiragande go ho 
pull, pull. Yes, Father, we praise your name, Jesus. We glorify you, Lord. Help us to press on in you, Christ Jesus. Help us to continue to trust you, Father. Help us, Lord, to continue to walk along the pathways that you have provided for us to walk, Father. We are choosing to stand in you, Lord. We are choosing to walk in you, Lord. We are choosing to let your word perfect all things that concern us, Lord. Let patience have her perfect work in our life as the word of God continuously resides, continuously increases, continuously guides, directs, and gives us those things that are needed. Father, we seek in your presence, Lord. Buko ya hosharapa. We're seeking your presence, Father. Let your word rise up in our hearts, Lord. For we are truly your children. We're truly your children, Lord. We're truly your children, Father. We need you. As my friend says, we need you now, Lord. We need you now, Father. We need you now. We need you now, Lord. Let that anointing of Christ rise up and change the atmosphere, Lord. Change the atmosphere, Father. Change the at- when atmosphere changes, Lord. We're not gonna let the world dictate our lives. We're not gonna let the world dictate our course of events. We are choosing to grab hold of the word of God and let it navigate, let it direct, let it empower, let it strengthen, let it encourage, let it whatever needs to be done, Father. We are choosing that pathway, Father. Continue to move in us, through us, around us. Whatever needs to be done, the great I am God. Move, Lord. Move. And we praise you in your holy, magnificent name. Amen, amen, and amen. All righty. All righty. play for a minute. Cat, you just always in the way. You just sit there like a bump in the law. And then holler when you get stepped on.
Knock out the rest of these lists. Okay, don't tell me my list is upstairs. Okay, you don't have to tell me. But I think that's where it's at. You know to go get it. <laughs> oh, dude, you got jokes. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. You funny. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's the Woody Woodpecker song. Yeah, and Okay, Lord. We're gonna pray for Edion. Randy to go say she 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 Randy to go say she 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 Randy to go say she 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 Randy to go saka. Randy to go say she she Randy to go say she Randy to go say she she Randy to go say she Borandi kere kasaka should go say 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 Harandike Harasaka Sarakan Sharaka Idian the Moo family hundred to go say should go say should go say hundred to go say should go say should go say hundred to go say should 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 go say hundred to go sa Saraka The Tolan family 
Horoboshe, Shiragasa, Shiragose, Shiragasa, Horoboshe, Shiragasa, Shiragose, Shiragasa, Horoboshe, Shiragasa, Shiragose, Shiragasa, Horobosa, Saraka. Teresa Crosby, Hundred of Sakara. Keisha, Hombroshi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, Hushi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, Horobosha, Saka. Morgan McMillan and family, Hundred to go to the Gandhi to go to the Gandhi to go to the Gasa, Sakara. Nancy Brewer, Hundred to go say, she to go say, she to go Sakara. Manuel Rosa, Hundred to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go Sakara. K, Hundred to go say, she to go say, she to go Saka, Sakara. Rochelle, Hushi to go say, she to go say, she to go Saka, Sakara. Richard Thomas, Humbrandi to go say she to go Saka, Sakara. Johnson and Jackson families, Hundred to go to the Gandhi to go Sakara. Renee and the Paint Store, Hundred to go say she to go Sakara. Sharon, Hundred to go say she to go Saka, Sakara. Brandon Allen, Hundred to go to go Sakara. Diana Sandy, Hushi to go say she to go Sakara. William Debbie, Hundred to go Sakara. Young Man on 107th Street, Hushi to go say she to go Sakara. Conwell Johnson and family, Hundred to go Sakara. Seven Hope. Claire Harper, Lady on Dwight McCombs, David Rivera, And my two list of people, You got Sean and Stephen. Marissa DeMarcus and Maya. Reggie Sprandidi. Nick Brown. Holly Samantha. Courtney Kyle and Brandon. Lyle and Anthony. Kayla Boylan, Hundred Gundi de Gandhi Gundi de Gando, Sakara. Sarah Thompson, she should go see she go saw, Sakara. Keith Powell Jr., Hundred Gosil Gosa, Sakara. Mike Bradley Hernandez, she should go see she go saw, Sakara. Mel Rosen, Hundred Gosil she go saw, Sakara. Brittany Holcomb, Hundred Gosil she go saw, Sakara. Alicia Wesley, Hundred Gosil she go saw, Sakara. Alyssa Love, she should go see she go saw, Sakara. Christy Shanice and Tisha, Hundred Gosil Rasa, Sakara. Morgan
Okay, what we got left? Deceased in hospice, congregations in churches, missionaries, prisoners, abuse and addiction. Yeah. Because unsaved been done, sick and shut has been done. So anybody want to do any of those? Don't everybody shout at once. I know, some, you know, they've been trying to get there. Sick and shut in been done. Unsaved been done. Prisoners shunned it under the gun to the gun to the gun to the gun Abusing addiction, Oh boy. 
Happy, happy joy, joy. The Passover. God's standard of power in the Old Testament is the Exodus. But before he could deliver Israel by his power, they must be redeemed by blood. The Passover is a beautiful illustration of the plan of salvation through Christ. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. 1 Corinthians 5 and 7. As the blood of the Lamb will save us, ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with precious blood of Christ, as a Lamb without blemish and without spot. 1 Peter 1, 18-19. As the children of Israel dwelt in the land of Goshen, and it was part of Egypt, they came under the doom of Egypt, which was that of all the firstborn should die. <clears throat> to offset this, the children of Israel were commanded to make, take a lamb without blemish of the first year and kill it, and take up the blood and sprinkle it on the two side posts and lintel of the door on their dwellings. And when the Lord saw the blood, he would pass over their house on that faithful night and not destroy the firstborn sheltered behind that blood-marked door, Exodus 12, 1-28. The Passover was to, be Israel, was to be to Israel the beginning of months in Exodus 12 and 2. It was to be the first month of the year to them. A man does not begin to live until he is saved by the blood of Christ. Until then, he is spiritually dead in trespasses and sins, Ephesians 2, 1-3. The time spent in the brick kilns of sin and amid the flesh pots of pleasure do not count and must be omitted from the life of the believer. The Passover as a means of salvation was a plan of God's own devising. No man had a hand in it except to do as God commanded. It was all of grace. Redemption is no afterthought of God. It was not something to which he had to resort from, from force and circumstances. God is always forehanded with his salvation. Jesus was ordained before the foundation of the world to the Savior of man. 1 Peter 1, 18-20. Passover consisted of two parts, the sacrifice and the feast. The sacrifice was to be a lamb, Exodus 12 and 5, an emblem of meekness and purity such as was Jesus. He was, he was led as a lamb to the slaughter, Isaiah 53 and 7. The lamb was to be young, a male of the first year. It was to be without blemish. If a spot had been found upon it, it would have been not unfit for sacrifice. Jesus was without blemish. He was absolutely sinless, 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. 1 John 3 and 5. He was perfect as a babe at Bethlehem, as, as a boy at Nazareth, as a son of man. The words of the Father at his baptism, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, Matthew 3 and 17, had reference to Jesus as life from the boy. Pilate said of Jesus, I find in him no fault at all, John 18 and 38. And Judas said, I have betrayed the innocent blood, Matthew 27 and 4. The lamb was to be killed, Exodus 12 and 6. It was not enough to take a lamb into the house and fondle it, to make it a pet of it, to let God see how much they loved the lamb. It was not enough to tie the lamb to the door where it might be seen by the deaf angel. It had to be killed. We are not saved by the life of Christ, but by his death. If Jesus had not died upon the cross, there would have been no, vent, no rent veil, no shed blood, no open tomb, no interceding high priest. It is by his stripes we are healed, not by his example. His own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, 1 Peter 2 and 24. He did not bear them anywhere else. He did not bear them in the manger or at the Jordan or in the wilderness or in the Garden of Gethsemane, but on the cross. But the lamb was not simply to be killed. Something had to be done with the blood and with the flesh. 
they were to take the blood and sprinkle it on the two side posts and on the door, upper door post of the dwellings, and they were to eat the flesh, Exodus 12 and 7. The firstborn was not safe when the blood was simply shed or even when caught in the basin. It was not enough to analyze the blood. The blood had to be used, and they were not left in doubt as to how it was to be used. It was to be sprinkled on the door of the dwelling of the, with a bunch of hyssop. Hyssop is a common plant and grew everywhere in Egypt. It was not a rare plant they had to, spend, they had to send to some foreign country to get. Hyssop stands for faith. Faith is the commonest thing in the world. Without it, there could be no commercial, social, domestic relations. None of the blood was to be put on the threshold or sprinkled on the floor of the dwelling. It was too costly and too sacred to be trodden underfoot. Yet unbelievers and religious teachers who make light of the blood of Christ are treading under the foot the Son of God and counting his blood as worthless. Hebrews 10 and 29. It is worthy of note that our priests had no part in the preparing redemption for the children of Israel. The Passover was not a priestly sacrifice. It was the head of the house who killed the lamb and sprinkled his blood on the door. The blood was a token. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, Exodus 12 and 13. It is not a question of personal worthiness, nor of good works, nor morality, but of blood. But of blood that make of atonement for soul. Leviticus 17 and 11. The, Israel, the Israelites were not merely in salvable state. They were saved, not partly, but completely. If a hair of one of the firstborn sheltered behind the blood had been touched, it would have been proved Jehovah's words void and blood of, the, blood of the lamb valueless. It is not necessary for us to see the blood. We may have no assurance us we may have no assurance as to our salvation, but have we applied the blood of Christ to our soul? Are we trusting to it and it, and it alone for our salvation? If so, all that is necessary is that God sees it. Having applied the blood, what next? Go in the house and stay there. Exodus 12 and 22. No firstborn child of Israel was safe outside the house that night until after the death angel had passed, even though the blood was on the door. Doubtless many made light of the Passover method of salvation, but no one laughed in the morning. Men may mock at the gospel plan of salvation and ignore the blood, but they will not laugh at the judgment. I'm going to go ahead and finish this. The feast. You should eat of the flesh in that night, roasted with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs you should eat it, Exodus 12, 8-10. They were saved by the blood, but it was not enough to kill the lamb and to use his blood. They were to feed on the lamb. Some Christians stopped short of being saved by the blood and failed to feed on the lamb. That is why they are not nourished and sustained in the Christian life. There can be no true fellowship only as we eat of the lamb. The lamb was not to be eaten raw or sodden with water, boiled, but roast with fire. To roast it, they had to use spit. They had to use spit. That is, they had to support it over the fire by a rod run through lengthwise through it, and another rod at the right angles through the shoulders to turn it, thus symbolizing the cross. It was on the cross that Jesus' body was subject to the fire of God's righteous wrath against sin. And now we are to feed by faith on his body by the observance of the Lord's Supper. Matthew 26, 26-30. 1 Corinthians 11-23-36. through 23 and, 36. and the study of the word. The trouble today is that the world is not feeding on the crucified lamb, but on the living lamb. They are trying to follow Christ as an example and not as a savior. They are living on the other side of the cross and not on this side. What are we to do is not to go back to the living Christ, but to look forward to the coming of the crucified and glorified Christ. The Passover lamb was to be eaten with unleavened bread, Exodus 12 and 8. 
Leaven is a symbol of evil and therefore cannot be used as such a feast of that Passover. And the Apostle Paul calls on us to purge out the old leaven of malice and wickedness, 1 Corinthians 5, 7-8. They will also to eat the feast with bitter herbs, symbolical of the previous bondage, and they were to let nothing remain until the morning. They were to forsake sleep to feed on the lamb. And if any were left over, they were to burn it, at least to fall into unfit hands or be left behind in a hasty departure. What a beautiful picture we have here. While a terrible hurricane of divine judgment was sweeping at midnight over Egypt, destroying the firstborn in every home unsheltered by the blood, the children of Israel were feasting peacefully and living joyfully on roasted lamb. They were to eat the feast with their loins girded with the shoes on their feet and their staff in their hand, Exodus 12 and 11. They were to eat it as a people prepared to leave Egypt where death, darkness, and judgment reigned. Their girded loins and sandal feet declared them a pilgrim people, ready to set out and walk with God, even though the pilgrimage should lead them through the Red Sea in the wilderness. For they knew that they, for they knew that though the way be tedious and long, the destination as a redeemed and separated people was Canaan, a land flowing with milk and honey. The journey of the children of Israel from Egypt to Canaan had been called the Pilgrim's Progress at the Old Testament, and beautifully portrays the pilgrimage of Christians as outlined in the New Testament. Everything depends on what we do with the blood. All righty then. Okay. God's standard of power in the Old Testament is the Exodus. But before he could deliver Israel by his power, they must be redeemed by the blood. Everybody wants and needs power. Even people in the world talk about power. We need power. We all desire power. Power is the ability to to change, to move, to bend. When you've got power, you're not bound by situations and circumstances. You can make changes. So he's saying that power comes from the blood, the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus Christ. The Passover is a beautiful illustration of the plan of salvation through Christ. For even Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us, 1 Corinthians 5 and 7. As the blood of the Passover lamb saved Israel, so the blood of the Lamb of God saves us. Ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19. As the children of Israel dwelt in the land of Goshen, and as was a part of Egypt, they came under the doom of Egypt, which is all of that firstborn should die. To offset this, the children of Israel were commanded to take a lamb without blemish of the first year and kill it and take up the blood and sprinkle it on the two side posts and lintels of the door of their dwellings. And when the Lord saw the blood, he would pass over that house on that faithful night and not destroy the firstborn, sheltered behind that blood-marked door in Exodus 12, 1 28. So they were to find a lamb without blemish, take it, Kill it, take the blood from the lamb and put it on the side door. You know, when you go in your house, over the two side posts and over the head, that's what they were to do. That marked the entry place. So once the angel of death saw that, he could not enter. The Passover was to be to Israel the beginning of month, Exodus 12 and 2. It was to be the first month of the year to them. A man does not begin to live until he's saved by the blood of Christ. Now, I know, I don't know specifically how all the Jewish calendars work and everything, but now this is telling us now why their calendar is a little bit different. So the day that they begin to come out of Israel, that marked the beginning of the year for them. In Exodus 12 and 2, the beginning of months. 
A man does not begin to live until he's saved by the blood of Christ. Until then, he is spiritually dead in trespasses and sins, Ephesians 2, 1 and 3. The time spent in the brick kilns of sin and amid the flesh pots of pleasure do not count and must be omitted from the life of the believer. The Passover as a means of salvation was a plan of God's own devising. No man had a hand in it except to do as God commanded. It was all of grace. Redemption is no afterthought of God. It is not something which he had to resort from from force of circumstances. God is always forehanded with his salvation. Jesus was foreordained before the foundation of the world to be the Savior of man, 1 Peter 1, 18-20. The Passover consisted of two parts, the sacrifice and the peace. So two things coming out here that really our life does not begin until we are born again. So how many years before we're born again now to the world it matters, but to God it doesn't because you're spiritually dead to him. So once you're born again and you've accepted Jesus as your Savior, from that point on, that's when your life begins according to God. And then also he's bringing out that God is a, I'm going to just, he says, foreordained, pre-planner. He's not caught off guard. God knows it's going to happen, how situation circumstances are going to work. So he already has a plan prepared a planned way of escape for you. And and that should be good to all of us because all of us were this morning just talking about things that we're bearing, our crosses that we bear. But according to God, he's got a way of escape for each and every one of us. He's got a way out. He's not caught off guard. The sacrifice was to be a lamb, Exodus 12 and 5. As an emblem of meekness and purity, such was Jesus. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, Isaiah 53 and 7. The lamb was to be young, a male of the first year. It was to be without blemish. If a spot had been found upon it, it would have been unfit for sacrifice. Jesus was without blemish. He was absolutely sinless, 2 Corinthians 5 and 21 and 1 John 3 and 5. He was perfect as a babe at Bethlehem, as a boy at Nazareth, as the son of man. The words of the Father at his baptism this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, Matthew 3 and 17, had a reference to Jesus' life from a boy. Pilate said of Jesus, I find in him no fault at all, John 18 and 38. And Judas said, I have betrayed the innocent blood, Matthew 27 and 4. The lamb was to be killed, Exodus 12 and 6. It is not enough to take a lamb into the house and fondle it, to make a pet of it, to let God see how much they love the lamb. It is not enough to tie the lamb to the door where it might be seen by the deaf angel, it had to be killed. We are not saved by the life of Christ, but by his death. If Jesus had not died upon the cross, there would have been no rent veil, no shed blood, no open tomb, no interceding high priest. It is by his stripes we are healed, not by his example. His own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, First Peter 2 and 24. He did not bear them anywhere else. He did not bear them in the manger or at the Jordan or in the wilderness or in the Garden of Gethsemane, but on the cross. Again, see how God's thinking is so vastly different from man's thinking. Jesus had to die. His blood had to be shed. If we love something, we don't kill it. Matter of fact, if we love something, we we get upset when it dies. But God's plan of salvation for us, Jesus' blood had to be shed. That's just a deep thought. 
But the lamb was not simply to be killed. Something had to be done with the blood and with the flesh. They were to take the blood and sprinkle it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the dwellings, and they were to eat of the flesh, Exodus 12 and 7. The firstborn was not safe when the blood was simply shed or even when caught in the basin. It was not enough to analyze the blood. The blood had to be used, and they were not left in doubt as to how to use the blood. It was abused to be sprinkled on the dwelling with a bunch of hyssop. Hyssop is a common plant and grew everywhere in Egypt. It is not a rare plant that they had to spend in some sense to some foreign country to get. Hyssop stands for faith. Faith is the commonest thing in the world. Without it, there could be no commercial, social, or domestic relations. None of the blood was to be put on the threshold, which is the bottom part, or sprinkled on the floor of the dwelling. It was too costly and too sacred to be trodden underfoot. Mm. That's, that's powerful right there. You were not to try the blood under our feet. It was too sacred. Mm. Yet unbelievers and religious teachers who make light of the blood of Christ are treading underfoot the Son of God and counting his blood as worthless. Hebrews 10 and 29. It is worthy of note that a priest had no part in procuring redemption for the children of Israel. The Passover was not a priestly sacrifice. It was the head of the house who killed the lamb and sprinkled his blood on the door. So now, that's something to think about in itself. The head of the house had the responsibility of saving his household and being obedient to what God called him to do. Not the priest, but the head of the house. So all these other religions where you got to have a mediator, no. Even in this Old Testament situation before Christ was born and sacrificed, in this situation when it's a symbolic of Christ, it's coming back down to everybody's responsible for the household, everybody's responsible for themselves. The blood was a token. When I see the blood, I will pass over you in Exodus 12 and 13. It is not a question of personal worthiness, nor of good works, nor of morality, but of the blood. It is the blood that makes us atonement for the soul, Leviticus 17 and 11. The Israelites were not merely in a salvable state. They were saved, but partly, not complete, not, no, not partly, but completely. If a hair of one of the firstborn sheltered behind the blood had been touched, it would have been proved Jehovah a word's void, and the blood of the lamb valueless. It was not necessary for us to see the blood. We may, have no we may have no assurance as to our salvation, but we have applied the blood of Christ to our soul. Are we trusting to it and it alone for our salvation? If so, all that is necessary is that God sees it. All that is necessary is that God sees us applying the blood, walking in faith. Having applied the blood, what next? Go in the house and stay there, Exodus 12 and 22. No firstborn child of Israel was safe outside the house that night until after the death angel had passed, even though the blood was on the door. Doubtless many made light of the Passover method of salvation, but no one laughed in the morning. Men may mock at the gospel plan of salvation and ignore the blood, but they will not laugh at the judgment. 
Ye should eat of the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs shall you eat it. Exodus 12, 8 and 10. They were saved by the blood, but it was not enough to kill a lamb to use his blood. They were to feed on the lamb. Some Christians stopped short of being saved by the blood and failed to feed on the lamb. That is why they are not nourished and sustained in their Christian life. There can be no true, no true fellowship only as we eat of the lamb. Now, we were just talking about that this morning. That's what Maria was saying this morning. We got to eat on Christ. That's where our strength comes from, our nourishment. If we're not feeding on the lamb, we have no strength, and we're walking around here like the Cheerios commercial. Cheerios! Our lamb was not to be eaten raw or sodden with water, meaning boiled, but roast with fire. To roast it, they had to use a spit. That is, they had to support it over fire by a rod run through lengthwise through it and another rod at right angles through the shoulders to turn it, thus symbolizing the cross. It was on the cross that Jesus' body was subject to the fire of God's righteous wrath against sin, and we are now to feed by faith on his body by the observance of the Lord's Supper, Matthew 26, 26 26-30, 1 Corinthians 11, 23-26, and the study of the word. The trouble today is that the world is not feeding on the crucified lamb, but on the living lamb. They are trying to follow Christ as an example and not as a savior. They are living on the other side of Christ and not on the... They are living on the other side of the cross and not on this side. What are we to do is not to go back to the living Christ, but to look forward to the coming of the crucified and glorified Christ. See, that's touching on there that we are crucified with Christ. That's touching on there. He's talking about living living Christ as an example, but we have to do it. We can only live like Christ through Christ, which means you have to die to yourself, mortify your flesh. As you die, Christ reigns in you. When you're trying to live like Christ by your own strength and your own ability, then that's you doing it and not Christ, not being led by the Holy Spirit. They were also to eat the feast with bitter herbs. Symbolical of the previous, okay, no, I'm sorry, the Passover lamb was to be eaten with unleavened bread, Exodus 12 and 8. Leaven is a symbol of evil and therefore cannot be used at such a feast as that of the Passover. And Apostle Paul calls on us to purge out the old leaven of malice and wickedness, 1 Corinthians 5, 7 to 8. They will also eat the feast with bitter herbs, symbolical of the previous bondage, and they were to let nothing remain until their morning. They were to forsake sleep to feed on the lamb. And any was left over, they were to burn it, lest it fall into some unfit hands, or would be left behind in a hasty departure. What a beautiful picture we have here. While a terrible hurricane of divine judgment was sweeping at midnight over Egypt, destroying the firstborn in every home unsheltered by the blood, by the children of Israel, I'm sorry, the children of Israel were on feasting peacefully and joyfully on roasted lamb. They were to eat the feast with their loins girded, their shoes on their feet, and their staff in their hand, Exodus 12 and 11. They were to eat it as a people prepared to leave Egypt where death, darkness, and judgment reigned. Their girded loins and sandals feet declared them a pilgrim people, ready to set out and walk with God, even though the pilgrimage should lead them through the Red Sea in the wilderness. For they, knew that though, for they knew that though the way be tedious and long, their destination as a redeemed and separated people was Canaan, a land flowing with milk and honey. The journey of the children of Israel from Egypt to Canaan had been called the Pilgrim's Progress of the Old Testament, 
and beautifully portrays the pilgrimage of Christians as outlined in the New Testament. Everything depends on what we do with the blood. And that is our lesson for today. Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions? Um, good morning. I heard y'all talking about me, too. Didn't appreciate it much, but just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep your head in the game. Anyway. Oh, uh, speak, Sunday, speak. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, you know, could you read, you know, I guess what I'm interested in at this moment is the part where they had to, um, when you were saying that they had to put the, uh, when they were using the hyssop and what hyssop stood for and the fact that they were not to put it at the bottom but just over their doorpost. Okay. So, yeah, read that again. Okay, I'm going to start here. It said it was not enough to analyze the shed blood. Blood had to be used, and they were not to, and they were not left in doubt as to how to how it was to be used. It was to be sprinkled on the door of their dwelling with a bunch of hyssop. Hyssop is a common plant and grew everywhere in Egypt. It is not a rare plant that they had to spend some some send to some foreign country to get. Hyssop stands for faith. Faith is the commonest thing in the world. Without it, there could be no commercial, mm. social. A domestic relation. You went dead for a minute, sir. What'd you say? Okay, that's where you stopped at. Yeah. Okay. Okay. None of. I'm sorry. Keep going. I'll say keep going because you also went a little further about why they were on it. They shouldn't have put it at the bottom of the door. Okay. It said, hyssop is a common plant and grew everywhere in Egypt. It was not a rare plant that he had to send to some foreign country to get. Hyssop stands for faith. Faith is the commonest thing in the world. Without it, there could be no commercial, social, or domestic relations. None of the blood was to be put on the threshold or sprinkled on the floor of the dwelling. It was too costly and too sacred to be trodden underfoot. Yet unbelievers and religious teachers who make light of the blood of Christ are treading underfoot the Son of God and counting his blood as worthless. Hebrews 10 and 29. Mm. It is worthy mm. to note that a priest had no part in procuring redemption for the children of Israel. The Passover was not a priestly sacrifice. It was the head of the house who killed the lamb and sprinkled the blood on the door. Okay. The head of the house killed the lamb. And sprinkled the floor? Sprinkled the blood on the door. Okay, okay. I'm sorry for those. Okay. Yeah. It was not to be hmm. put on the threshold or on the floor, but it was on the two side posts. So, like, you know, when you go in the door, mm-hmm. two sides in the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, I've heard this on uh, several occasions from different and, and um, ministers who said that that was a represent that that was symbolic of the cross, but it took me a while, you know. I, and I said, you know, because I come from construction, actually, no, they just had it wrong. The two sides when you come through the door, the two sides mm-hmm. and the, 
So it's it's not some of them will say that it was a cross, but not it's not the cross. It just they just mis misunderstood it. The two sides mm-hmm. and the toes, everything but the foot. Okay. Very interesting. Cause wait, you know me. You know me. Wait a minute. Okay. Um. No. Okay. Stand this thing. Mhm. Keep your head in the game. Ooh, I just realized. Like the kids say, you mad or no? <laughs> you said what? You mad or no? Whatever. <laughs> okay. Good morning, everybody. Good what morning. The heck is this? I guess you didn't hear me, Erica King Will. Oh, no, I did not. You were uh, apparently on mute, honey. No, I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I just went up out here. Happy New Year. I didn't get a chance to say that to you. Happy New Year, sugar. How are you? I'm here. I'm ready to put these, these soldiers out of my classroom. Oh, wow. Just I'm got them too mobile. Been back a good week yet. Well, no, no, no. Well, ain't been, well, it's just a second day back, but the point is I'm fixing them to another class. I'm so ready for them to go. So I'm trying to write some letter of recommendation into this Blue Ribbon School. I mean, oh. you can't think with that mouth. Oh, but go on. I'm listening to it. Like, I enjoyed the little readings this morning, Sam. Yep, yep, yep. We almost out of this book. Not that it matters because we still got another one to do. So. <laughs> And what book is that, Sam? I'm still coming out of what is the name is Rightly Dividing the Word. Rightly Dividing the Word. Clarence Larkin. Dividing the Word? Yep, Rightly Dividing the Word. Clarence Larkin, I think it was 1920 or something like that. Great. Mm-hmm. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, this is what makes you mad about technology. It's supposed to be such a great thing. Mm-hmm. But when it stalls... Which it does quite often. Yeah, like it stalled on me last night as I sat in the parking lot at 11 at night. But anyway, that's another story. 
Okay, of how much sore punish suppose you shall use uh, who be thought worthy. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was trying to pull up Hebrews ten twenty nine. Oh, okay. I, I look I used to have a Bible in my office. It looked like I'm gonna have to bring it back. Mm-hmm. That means you have to start to trying to read with your spectacles and not them things you be computer stuff. Mm-hmm. I know you like what up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Okay. Chain, 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 chain of food. Okay. Hmm. Okay. You can keep me. Mm. Oh, what you doing? Getting um ideas for you? No. <laughs> you ain't gonna let me get it out my mouth? No, I'm not. Appreciate you kindly, sir. <laughs> I just asking a question. That's all. Because I, hey, 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 I hadn't said anything to anyone. Even Marie don't even know. So how about that? Mm, no, she know now. She ain't on the phone. She was on earlier. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, huh? No, you wasn't listening to that part of the conversation, huh? I heard I heard y'all talking, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I know that's what that's what friend that's what friends are for. That must be what she said. <laughs> I get a text from her sometime or another. Mm-hmm. Don't be trying to yeah. keep everything. Don't be telling your children, your friends. Shame <laughs> <laughs> on you. Yeah, I ain't told them either. Mm, see what I'm talking about? Okay. I'm going to do you like more than like, me. Tell everybody. <laughs> look, you know, it sounds like in a few minutes I'm going to stop talking to you. Yeah, but you know, there ain't nothing. <laughs> Whatever. Cause see, I, I understand. Cause you're great. <laughs> you just like. Mm. <laughs> Boom. Mm. I know that's why I don't have no friends. Oh. Mm. Amen. Light the walls. Oh, yesterday you would have had a bunch of them, wouldn't you? You said what? I said, if you would have won that Powerball the other day, you would have had a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of praise the Lords and hallelujahs. 
Do what you say, Sam. They would have had a whole bunch of praise the Lord and hallelujahs. After they realized how much debt you had, they wouldn't have no. You wouldn't have no room for them still. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. If I'd won that kind of money, that would have took care of my debt. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Cause uh, I ain't got time for no friends. I got so much debt over my head. I they it wasn't no room for them anyway. Okay, right. <laughs> Shoot, I was in I, I I don't need no small amounts. I need big amounts. Right. But it's all good, I guess. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, I came across a story the other day. It's about a young girl. I think she was at 8 or 12 years old. She was in a car accident. And uh, it messed up pretty bad for where she had to learn how to walk and talk again. Okay. And in her mid-teens, she was in another car accident. And it wiped out her memory, and she had to learn how to walk again. Okay, before she got out of her team, she was in another car accident. And then she had to uh, retard again. That's a fitness trainer. And her key motto is, Everybody wants to be a diamond, but nobody wants to get cut. Who wants to be what? He himself. Say it again. Everybody wants to be what? Everybody wants to be a diamond, but nobody wants to get cut. So what did that have to do with her being an accident? Okay, who would ever thought somebody that was walked and talk after each accident? Plus, she uh, plus she gets plagued by seizures too. To be a fitness instructor. Oh, she was a fitness instructor. She got to be a fitness instructor after she has gone through all these other uh, um, uh, all these other feats. Hmm. Where you be finding these stories out? You got a cat throwing baseballs on a diamond field. Now you got a lady who has <laughs> been 12 accidents. What, where you be finding these stories at? Uh,
And she said that it was a close family member who had saw her fight through to regain her activities of her limb. That they said, you know, you have come through quite, you know, quite a, you know, quite a lot of, you know, big strides. And you got your bad, you got you got your body back together. So why don't you teach others how to get their bodies together? And that's what she's been doing. So her model is everybody wants to be a diamond, but nobody wants to get cut. And she knows she had been cut. Okay. Oh, and then the name of her um, of her fitness thing is no excuses. So in other words, down to the point, you know, be focused. Don't let that other stuff distract you to get you off your focus. Mm. Because when you stand in the when you stand in the doorway of saying that you can't, you can, but you have to change your way of thinking. Remember, she lost her memory like about three or four times. Oh wow. She went back and she found it. Hmm. So, you know, it's a it's a very heavy symbolic of what she named her business of no excuses because at all what she's been through, she's a walking miracle. At least three times. Exactly. that she can still go into seizures and her um her thing on her shirt is that I don't have time for seizures. Mm, all righty now. So all of this stuff that they're claiming that she can go through, she ain't claiming it. She's staying focused. And even like when you were talking about um for the people for the people of Egypt to take their doors with the blood for atonement. Mm-hmm. And even when Jesus went up, he said there's a blood drained out of him. His blood went to the street. So out of the people of Egypt, it was for those who believed. They painted their door. They they painted their doorway. But now when Jesus went up and his blood flowed through the streets, it was available to whoever. He has a covered. Um, I just sent out a text Erica. It was like about, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I think of doing a break. This lady was on on um uh she was on one of them pre shows pre shows whatever it is anyway she was really breaking down your mind and your brain and the connections and sin and it, it was quite deep if you, and I'm pretty sure she's got a book I don't know if Erica's on the line or not. But it was quite deep. I only caught, like, the tail end of it. 
But um, it was it was. I mean, he broke down things like bringing things, how to bring things to your members, and that even though your brain could be damaged, that's just the physical aspect. Your mind is, you know, the spiritual aspect or your soulish aspect, and it never really forgets. It's just the physical things of your brain, and that's and how sin could affect. I mean, she was getting like in detail about all of that. You know, um, Erica, I don't know if you're online and can you know bring it out so everybody, if anybody wants to go online and um. Pull it up. I forgot what minister that was. I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. But it was quite good. Yeah, I'm still here. I have to pull it up. But it was it was it was good, and I like I only caught like about five minutes of it. But I'm quite sure she's got a book because I told a couple of people, and they went uh, actually even went and looked at the whole thing on um. You can pull it up on YouTube, Google it, and put bring up that that uh that particular service. It wasn't Kenneth Hagen. It was one of them. It might have been Hagen. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember right now. Let me. Let me look and see. Okay. This just doesn't make sense. What I say, you know, every day, you know, this just don't make no sense. I don't quit trying to figure it out. Because yeah. it gets frustrating trying to figure this thing out. Uh, understatement. That's sad. <laughs> you is kind, you is smart, you is important. <laughs> kind, you is smart, you is important to my heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was around the holiday. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. So this, uh, you know, I'm good. (sighs) For the one-on-one. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. From you? No. For today? Yeah, today, I think at 3.30. Something before. I know that. I won't be here. But did it come through in your inbox? Yeah, it did. I just saw. I it came through on my inbox. Um, I will respond. Um, well, I'm I am because I have um I do chronic disease from one to four thirty at you know, and it's not gonna happen. So I won't even be here. Hmm. <laughs> And so is, oh yeah, Victoria might 
When does she schedule this? She here. Yeah, okay. Because, see, she has that meeting at 11. They are, but that's what I'm saying, because Alan is having them. They have a manager's meeting at 11. And then this one. Not Kenneth Hagen. What's the other one? Kenneth Hagen, and what's the other one? Copeland. Okay. Copeland? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's Kenneth Copeland with Dr. Carolyn Lease. And it's called How to Detox the Brain. How to right. Detox Your Brain. Kenneth <sighs> Copeland. How to detox your brain? Y'all might want to check that out. So that again, how to detox your brain? How to detox? Oh, detox your brain. Mhm. Okay. My life is uh Yep, there it is. I got it now. I just the brain. The air date was nine four fifteen. What did you uh what did you just look it up on? I went on YouTube okay. and brought Copeland and then um Actually, she got um, oh. Well, anyway, Kenneth Cope. She evidently has been on there a few times because I got how to detox your brain with Kenneth Kenneth and Gloria Copeland and Dr. Carolyn Lee. That's probably the one that we're talking about. Then that said, it was air, that was like air date nine fourteen fifteen, but then evidently they've had it on since then because it got yeah. Yeah, so. But go on, go on, go on YouTube, pull up YouTube. And um, and then go on. And I'm telling y'all how to do this. Now, that's crazy. Go on YouTube. <laughs> go on YouTube and then pull up Kenneth Copeland and then. How to talk to brain, and it's, he's got a bunch of them on here, so I don't know which one. A lot of the stuff that we see on TV is old, but it's the one like mm-hmm. she said, Carolyn Lee. It's probably all. Got, um, she got some books now because it's got something down here, 40 videos, so. But it was she was it was good. It was it was spiritual with the word as well as scientific. And it it was good. It was real good. Um, Sam, um they are planning a a field trip for the church 
and I think it will be in April. Kenneth Copeland is supposed to be in Chicago, and it's supposed to be, he's supposed to be doing some type of seminar. Oh, okay. Okay, so if um, Reverend Johnson give us more information, I'll let you know, okay? Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Well, if anybody else ain't got nothing, we can do a prayer request and get out of here. You can go forward and take me, honey. Take me. Take me, baby. Take me. Oh, oh I'm sorry. This is prayer line. My bad. Wrong type of taking. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Who wants to go first? Renee, you going first. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Horrandi to go say she to go say she to go braka she to go say strengthen her walk. Horrandi to go gird her up, Lord. Horrandi to keep her safe. Horrandi to go say to go guide her along the pathway. She to go say to God that you wanted to walk. Horrandi to go reveal to her. She to go to your word. You're gonna keep her safe in you, Christ Jesus. Horrandi to go that the word of God prevail. Horrandi to go say to Horrandi that the word of God lead her. Horrandi in all and through all. In Jesus' name, I pray. Shasaka. Amen. Amen. Trust and walk. You are not defeated if you walk in me. You are not overcome if you walk in me. You are not overwhelmed if you walk in me. That's what he was talking about, the crucified cross, the crucified Christ. Walk in me, says the Lord. Walk in my crucifixion. Walk in my anointing. Walk in my covering. Trust in what I'm showing you, and my word will prevail in all and through all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, anybody else? Don't even ask, Sam. All righty. There you go. This is the man, he's just been breaking us down in the morning. <laughs> Don't speak revenge, just go and pray. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to pray for your classrooms first. 
Pray for his students. Father God, you are using this man to be an example of who Christ is on this world, Lord. You are using this man to be an example of how to have a relationship with God. His students see that, Lord. Your word is going forth, Lord. Continue to keep his students safe. Continue to lead them to you. Continue to lead them to him so he can minister to them as need be, Lord. Let your word rise up, Father, and be used in a mighty, mighty way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now I'm going to pray for him. Not long. He's going to run from that one. I ain't even going to say it. Lord, just gird him up. Just gird him up. Gird him up. Keep him, Lord. Guide him. Use him. Strengthen him. Keep him. Keep him and let him stand in what you want him to do and not to pull back. Let him stand in what you want him to do and not to pull back, but to trust and to walk into the fullness of what God is calling him to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 What am I Huh? What am I wrong for? You want me to tell you? I ain't preaching now, so you can go there with them. That was going to take a Okay, then I ain't going to tell you. <laughs> I ain't even had to tell him. It already registered in his spirit. He already knew. <laughs> Anyway, next, anybody else? Oh, Jesus. Oh, me and my situations and circumstances. Lord God Almighty. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to pray for my household and for everything that's going on in this realm, Lord. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Yeroko Sike, Shandrasiloko Baka. Horendi de Gosaka, Shimbrosilagadaka. Father God, help us to walk to stand, to trust, and to move. Be the light that guides us. Be the light that keeps us. Mm, mm. Be the light that you have shed your precious blood over our household, Lord, over our situations and circumstances. Touch each and every one of us. Move in each and every one of our lives, Lord. Help us to be the overcomers that you have called us to be, Father, to pull not back, but to press on in you and through you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. What you say? Oh, she's talking about people's work. All right. No, I said throw Tony Eigner in there, please, sir. Tony Eigner? Oh, okay. No problem. I pray for Tony Eigner. <laughs> we pray for Tony Aina. Oko shede yan raso ko hoboko randi. Ooh. Mm. Mm. When is it? Oh, Jesus, okay. Well, you know. We all have been at points in our life when we're walking, and 
where our relationship with Christ is not where all of us, our relationship with Christ is not where it needs to be. That's in all of us. You know, but there's a point, I'll say it like this, that we are on the line that we recognize that, one, we can go to God for ourselves. For two, we can get a prayer up for ourselves. Three, we'll trust in those prayers when we trust in our relationship with God. See, us on the line have gotten to a point of maturity that we recognize that look, look, that we can go to God and talk to Him in reverence, but we can talk to good God. I don't like this, God. What's going on? Because we have a relationship with Him. I'm gonna just say that's us on this line. We've kind of gotten to that point of maturity. Unfortunately, a lot of His children are not there, and what they do, which is a good thing, they look to others to pray for them, to intercede for them, to to lead God and direct them, because we too have been at that point. Well, Tony's at that point that he doesn't really see to understand or is in that close connection with God for himself, but he sees you at that point, and that's one of the main reasons that he draws from you and I use that word specifically draws from you he draws God from you because at where he's at he doesn't know how to draw God for himself you keep standing on behalf of him and teach him now teaching him does not always mean as a teacher teaching him a lot of times means as just being that person before him who is walking that walk You just keep doing what God calls you to do, and it has a direct effect upon what God is doing in his life. He's seeing and he's observing, though you may not see nor understand it, but he's hurt, he's damaged, and he's maimed, though he may not admit it nor understand it himself. Mm. Walking wounded, Mm. but... Walking wounded what? He's a walking wounded. Okay. You know, and a lot of times, a lot of us are walking wounded and don't know we're wounded, but we just lash out of whoever comes there. Mm-hmm. He's a walking wounded who's beginning to recognize that he's wounded and beginning to recognize that he can get help. A lot of people are walking wounded because they don't know where to get help from or how to get help, or they don't believe that their help's there. And so then they'll just cover their wounds and keep walking. He's kind of at the point he's tired. He recognizes that he has wounds and that he's seeking how to get him healed. He, you know, we all kind of hold on to our garbage. But he's kind of at the point where he's beginning to want and needing a release, and he kind of sees you as a source of helping him to do that. And I'm done. And don't send me no text. I'm not. I'm just going to say this. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I ain't even got to worry about no text. Um, <laughs> we had, I mean, we had a very... We had a very in-depth conversation just last night, and it it went sort of like this. 
everything that you're saying, and, you know, um, him being able to identify certain things that's going on. And, of course, you know me. Um, well, the me that the school part tried to, you know, institute. You know, the the um the the school taught therapy counselor of okay, well, you know, these are some things that you may need to look at and you know, it's because of this and you know, um you might need to reshape. Well, you're doing the right thing, but you're doing the right thing in the wrong way. And it got to the point to where he sort of laughed. You know, and he said, I need you to just talk straight out to me. I don't need you to go into this counseling mode. I just need you to say what, what you're, you know, what you're trying to say. Then he started laughing at me because he says, well, you know, I hope you listen to what you're saying. I said, I do understand before you go down that road that when I, you know, when you're preaching to someone else, you're preaching to yourself. I hear you loud and clear. And that thing, that lull that you were talking about where he's stuck at, he's able to identify a lot of things that's going on, and then <clears throat> he comes up with the butt. So I decide to say literally, see, you know, I was kind of relaxed while I was talking, but see, now you're making me sit up, right? And what really is going on is this. And it's so funny that you said all that because that is the exact conversation we were having last night because he's able to identify where he is not submitting himself to God in a whole lot of areas. But he also admits to not knowing how to. He feels that He's this type of person that things have an order, and he does reference the Bible when you see, you know, things being done in decency and in order. But he also thinks his decency and order is a map that tells him exactly where things are and where things, you know, how things should flow. I said, but then that's not really you having faith or you trusting because you're expecting God to write step one through five out for you so you can do it. And there are times in your life because you have just admitted, there's times in your life where you're going to be in the midst of your walk and God is going to whisper in your ear that even though the map says go right, God is going to whisper in your ear to turn left and you're going to have to know that that's God's voice and make that, you know, mm-hmm. adjustment to turn left and not go right as the map has directed you, and your issue is you have gone by your plan that you feel is right, and because your plan did not turn out the way you expected it to, you're trying to figure out why it didn't. Then you move to a place that you say, well, I didn't, you know, allow God to do, but at the same time, I don't know how. And I said, and you are the person who's imprisoning yourself. Mm. You allow yourself to be backed up in a corner, and then you build the brick wall. And now the only person, you know, in in imprisoning yourself is also blocking God out.
I said, so in order to, and you, you know, we had this brief conversation yesterday on the prayer call. I said, just as you have to be delivered from people, you have to deliver you from yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. So you let you 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 hold yourself in bondage. Then you allow people to hold you in bondage, and now you build up this wall that God can't even get to you because it is your free will that allows Him to come in. Ooh, and your your will is no longer free because you bondage yourself. And your biggest issue is you. He didn't hang up on you? No, he didn't. Mm, I know I did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't help none. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'm like, yesterday. yeah. Mm. And so I was trying to say it in a nice way. I said, you won't let me be nice. You won't let me be the little school counselor they tried to teach me to be. So now you're going to make me sit upright and have my voice become a little more stern and my tone change. Now this. Well, why you don't call or talk to me like that? <laughs> well, let me see. I do talk to you like that mm-hmm. when necessary. <laughs> you know what? I, I tell you that rod of correction that she carries on her side, that look, that, that 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 Catholic teacher mom uh, mode that they have, you know, they pull out their little sticky from the left. Oh, wow. And stick it back in there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'm about to grab that by her habit. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Oh, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. So I was like, oh. So I'm just listening to you talking. I'm like, here we go again. Yeah, well, you know. But in the thing that mm, his fears Mm. or skepticism is what he is what makes him hold himself in bondage. And his fear is taking the chance because he don't he doesn't know how to trust. <clears throat> and it's easier for him to trust what he sees than what he doesn't see. So and it's the- easy for him to trust the word of God because it's written. If you get where I'm going. But his difficulty is trusting God because he can't see him. And I was just about to say something. All what you're saying is he really doesn't have any faith. I'm about to say it. Well, you know what? It might not be just so much that he don't have faith. You have to realize sometimes we have gotten so caught up in our own way of doing things and our own way of living, and we've become comfortable, more so complacent in that and under the skin that we have on. And in that light, 
We don't want to let go of what is pleasing to us when God is tugging at our coattails, telling us this is the way you need to go, this is the way I want you to go, and not realizing that's the way you're going to end up going. It's like I said, I don't want to preach. That may not be my ministry, but whatever it is the Lord has for me, I have to do it because I'd rather go willingly than have to go back and Yeah, be forced to do it because when you be forced to do it, Oh, my goodness, them stripes, that whooping that he put on that back end, you can't sit down. Well, and that's so true. What I will say specifically that is, you know, for Tony specifically, is not that it's the pleasures of life that, that's keeping him in bondage. It is his life that he has, you know, reservations, hurt about that's keeping him in bondage. See, what his life is what he knows. And he has not been able to step outside of what he knows. You know, one thing about it, Erica, and your, your family raised you up to know who God is. And help develop your 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 love for him in his willingness way. Sam's family did the same thing. Uh, my family did the same thing. Maria's family and the many others on this on this prayer call. Our family is exposed. To it might be to the fact that he wasn't learned or taught the way that we were, and maybe you might just need to invite him to just, just to take part of a call if he can for a few minutes. And he might develop a love and a, a zeal for worship and praising God, and that might even change the pathway on which he, he, is, he is going. You know, we get so caught up in ourselves and thinking it's all about us and what we've done and what we're doing, and we don't want to let go. Like me, y'all, y'all question me when y'all talk about the cigarettes thing, and that just been whipping me down in my head. You can quit smoking, but I love smoking because that's, some, that's something like a pacifier for me when I want to scream and holler kick and, and grovel, but I, I'm too old and big to do all of it. So, but then again, now that I see I don't need the cigarette as much as I thought I need the cigarette, I could turn away from it and I could do something else with my time. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like an alcoholic. An alcoholic loves to it may not, not be the taste what they get from the alcohol, because even when I drink, drink the alcohol, it, it didn't taste good to me. But the feeling and the pleasure that I got from it, it made me want to drink a little bit more. It just went to the point where I had to use it more to, be, to, to define who I am. He's caught up in himself. He has to turn from himself in order to accept the will that God has set faith for him. It's not by saying that you all are just friends and y'all are communicators, but it's by God's chance because you will be that driving force and Maria will be that driving force that change the pathway that his his feet is going on. So you got to look at it like that. And 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 I agree with you because that is his issue which he he acknowledged it but he doesn't really understand it in the way that you just stated that he's caught up in himself. He has admitted or acknowledged to having been a little self-righteous, you know, to some degree at a point in his life. 
He just doesn't know how to. I guess the things that being caught up in self has caused him. Hold on one second. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. And um, he knows it has caused some, you know, it's it's caused some issues in his life. And he's, I, you know, he is entrapped by those issues that were caused. And he has not, he doesn't see where he's able to get around it. I think those those things that that being caught up in self and that self-righteousness mentality has created, has held him hostage, and he doesn't know how to get around it. He still sees it as, I guess, what stunts his growth. And because of that, even though he has feelings and thoughts and desires and dreams to do other things, that that one thing has made him skeptical and fearful to step out. And it might be that he just don't want to stay away because he might friends. He might lose some friends because the friends. You know how people look at all. Oh, she became a he is. I mean, oh, yeah. He became a holy roller. I can't deal with him because they so self righteous and so holy, and then realize they don't realize. And you, those who go to church, we already know holy is the way. So, but and you're right, and it 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 it's the losses that are at risk of being. Lost those things that are at risk of being lost that's fearful to him with stepping out. But I'm going to tell you how deep the soul ties are for that because he he's trying to find his footing of who he really is, and he's doing it carnally and not spiritually. And that's ugly. And, and the one thing about it, you know for yourself, and Sam knows and Renee and all the others that's out there listening know, when we start to do the will of God and change our way, we're going to lose a whole bunch of people on the wayside. It might be a brother and a sister. But then again, yeah. I'd rather lose well, it, what, what, what the world says, right. uh, what profit a man to gain the whole wide world than to lose his soul. I'd rather lose the world and gain my soul, my eternal right. life. Now, I want to be, and I'm just here to say this, may not be some of you all because y'all have always walked righteous. Y'all have never walked the way that I've walked. <laughs> I would believe that 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 pebble that has gotten stuck up in the in the heel of my shoe because the heel is cracked, than to lose my soul because you know one thing about it, I was a whore. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> okay. I, I was a whore. And, Thank you for it, slapping us in the face, but I appreciate it. I'm still <laughs> breathing right now. <laughs> And it was good. But you know, when I started denying my fleshly part and my whoredom my mm. and my whoreism, I started gaining something <laughs> a little bit more respectful and applicable for my life. Because had I right. continued on this track, that, 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 that track of being free with my body or the free just trying to hit a run just for fun, as the bar case used to say, um, I was gonna be. I could have been six six feet in the grave and sunk another six right, feet. 
So All right me, now. The aspect of that thing. And see, he's just not ready. Now, if he keeps communicating with you and Maria, his, his pathway is going to change. His family's life is going to change because of who he is. You know, our families are really blessed because of us. They're blessed because of the Lord, but mm-hmm. they're blessed because of us because we're thriving and we're pressing and we're pressing and we're pressing and we're pushing. It's to the point, oh, the Lord just say, I'm tired of y'all knocking at my door because y'all are already here. Mm-hmm. Every day y'all come to me with something else, something else. Now, what else do you want? Papa, what do you want? I done told you it's okay, it's all right, yeah, 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 yeah. And you still beat me down. And so until he get when he starts trains the he changed the the atmosphere of a circle with whom he, he associates with and he recognizes the call that you're calling, his whole his precept is gonna change. Everything is gonna change. And so but I'm done. Let me finish writing this girl a letter of recommendation. I got about six motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur is a mess. Amen, Arthur. Jesus. <laughs> Ain't no sense of trying to act like we always had on this we had this this crown, this this helmet of salvation, this righteous garment on, and you know, and you all y'all know, so y'all real with it. But then, right. then those who are afraid to even just try it on for a minute, because it might fit. It's going to fit. And so they're afraid of it. Let me ask you a question right then. I don't mean to get off. I'm looking for this spell check on this new publisher, Microsoft thing, and I can't find it nowhere. I don't see no errors. I just want to make sure it flows right. But go on. But you know, and when you try on that 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 the heaven of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, and enduring ourselves with the with the truth, it don't fit. And that's what a lot of people are running from. Right. Also, you know, that you know they're afraid of losing a lot of their material stuff. They it's not so much to lose. No, they'll gain more. They'll gain more. Right. They're, they're, they're afraid of losing the friends who they have, who, who always co-signs with them, say it's all right to do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. But until they learn to let go, all of that, what you just said, that is their God for right now. There's more of their God than what God is. And God's just asking them to trust in him, the one and only. And they're afraid of, because that's going to fit. They are afraid of it. Exactly. Well, you know, I will say um, for him, you know, I don't think it's really people. I think it's really self because, you know, he admitted that he found out that he was adopted when he was 18. Okay. How old is he now? 46. So even, I think, you know, in building the wall and the shield and all of that, you know, um, I think the attempts made to try to deal with it and not acknowledging whatever the hurt or loss 
or uncertainty is in that. I think, you know, he's tried to cover the hurt or uncertainty that he may have been feeling. He's just overwhelmed it with so many other things that have spiraled and created other things, you know, in his life is where a lot of it is coming from. I still think he's in search of who he is, but, again, I think it has a lot to do with him trying to find out who he is, you know, in the world as opposed to who he is in Christ. Because, you know, I I think if he figure out, you know, if he starts to, you know, look look into who he is in God and see himself as God sees him, then all the other things will follow suit. Then he can begin to understand who he is in the world as God created him to be, and then he can circumvent all those other things that was created. But, you know, to get down to brick number one, if you built, um, you know, this high-rise that consists of, you know, um, like the, you know, like a tower, to get to brick one, you have to either be strong enough to get to the ground and just pull that first brick out that will destroy the whole building, which calls for a great deal of strength, or you have to have the endurance to take down one brick at a time until you get back to the bottom. It's only one or two ways to get it to get to that first brick. That personal jinga. I'm sorry. They play no jinga. We have to be careful about removing something. Don't tumble down. Yeah, and sometimes you might just need the whole building to be knocked down to start over. Exactly. But again, you have to do it. You have to do that prayerfully. Right. Because, see, my way may be to knock the whole thing down because that's what's worked for me. Exactly. But your way may be another way. But, again, the only way to, you know, the best way, I can't say the the best way to, you know, I guess assess that is to, you know, seek that answer prayerfully. Exactly. And that's what I was saying earlier. For some people... It may be because of the things, of the material things you would lose in order to find themselves. But you know what? What I'm, what I'm seeing is that, um, good morning. <laughs> um, but what I'm seeing is there is another way. Um, there is a third way to do that. You don't always have to go all the way down to the foundation. Because um, what I found, what I found is that, you know, that saying, don't throw out the baby with the bath water. You know, because a lot of times the foundation is, is good and part of the building is good. You know, that there may be areas of the building that need to be Redone, you know, and 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 I just came on, but in regards to your friend, from what I'm hearing, the the thing is, it's 
regardless of what the, the sin is, self-righteousness, sex, drugs, or whatever, um, the world has it right more than we do when it comes to recovery. Because whenever you go to any meeting where they're trying to kick the habit, there is a 12-step program that they go through. Right. Where they have to, they have to self-analyze and be able to understand where everything began. So they have to go back and they have to say they have to um, give recompense. Then so they have to ask for forgiveness. And a lot of times, the, the forgiveness that's needed is from ourselves. It's really mm-hmm. not for anybody else. So now he has to go through his own 12-step program and, and, and find <laughs> out, you know, okay, yes, I was adopted at 18. And my daughter just, me and my daughter were having this conversation this morning, as a matter of fact, because my son, he's, you know, he's nine, and I'm, and I'm already dealing with, um, you know, the lying and the deception and stuff like this at nine, you know. And so um, even though he's a good kid, he still has those two things. And the kid made the statement. She was like, it doesn't matter if his father was here or not. Because based on what he's already been taught, he should know better. So, as in fact, in regards to your friend, it's like now he has to understand that regardless of who his real parents were, the ones who raised them, what did they do? What did they teach him? What did he know? I mean, you know, you might not know your origin, but you know exactly where you were engrafted. Just like when it comes to our, you know, us being Christians, we're engrafted into the vine. So he was engrafted into whatever family he was raised in. That's your foundation. He can't search for something that was never there. So now he has to, you know, just like we have to do it when we, when we come out of all of our, our little quirks and things and addictions, now we have to go from this point and say, okay, you know what? I have to do exactly what's needed for me to live for God if that's what I'm choosing. Or if I'm going to do better with my life, even if I don't believe in God, I have to now understand exactly what my mindset is based on and work from there. Because at this point, you can't blame anybody. You're making the choices for yourself. So now you have to consciously say, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of it. You know, nobody can make you do God can't even make you stop something. He says you have to make that choice. So as, as Arthur was saying, the more you guys talk to him and be around him, and the more he sees how the strive may be hard, but the, but the reward is much better. He'll want to start doing that as well. Felicia, I just love your voice. I tell you, my sister's just got to go it all. Y'all must have put your friend to bed. I'm sorry? I said, you all must have put Sam to bed. He, he is quiet. <laughs> Don't be hating. You just keep you just keep paying attention. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> you have a couple points. Go ahead. So, Erica. Yeah. Yes. I mean, because you know what? I, that was one of the things I kept hearing from the Spirit. It's like, it, as in our, in our ministry, whatever ministries we have, we're going to have to show people the 12 steps or the 10 steps or the 7 steps. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But we have to show them because a lot of times people don't like it because they don't understand that it's a process. Because one of the deceptions in the church is once you profess Christ, everything else just falls into place. And you don't have to work harder anymore. And it's just like, no, that's not the case. So you being a designated professional, we need some steps so that we can tell someone as we're ministering, okay, the first step you need to do is this. Now that you profess Christ, this is your first step. That's your first step right there. You profess Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now, what's next? And a lot of times, the only thing people tell them is now you know, you got to go to a Bible-believing church. Every church is different. So therefore, they're walking, and they're not walking in the fullness of the joy of being, you know, all in for Christ. We need some stuff. Sam, Erica. <laughs> Sam, Erica. I, I'm here. I'm here. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Yeah. Is he more? Why is it we want to be more right than righteous?
Oh, boy. Anybody got anything? Well, y'all have plenty. I'm done. So I don't know about y'all. I'm done. I don't know. Okay, Well, I will holler at y'all tomorrow.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.